Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor, and this is episode 272 of the show. So this is a really great episode. It gets kind of emotional. It's basically about how we've got to stop making excuses for our lives not being where we want them to be. And I think a lot of us need that, especially in the holiday season where maybe people are making excuses and maybe you're making excuses to just kind of get a little bit of kick in your pants. This is me for a team that is not part of our organization. And if you want me to train your team, whether it's a real estate team, network marketing team, whatever team, um, of at least 30 or more people, just email ask, A-S-K, Ask Lee at gmail.com and we can schedule your podcast or not podcast, your training, <laughs> your training with whatever topic you want. Also, if you can do me a favor, if you get value out of this, which I think you will, please make sure you subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Today's reviewer of the episode is Brittany Marie McGiggins. Five stars. She's my idol. I recently was introduced to Jessie Lee, and my only question is why was I not introduced a long time ago? She is a rock star. I have been listening to her every day. She has given me the motivation, tools, and mentoring I've been looking for to jumpstart my business. I listen to her podcast every morning. Her energy is so attractive. I have my daughter listen to her with me, and we both love her. I'm thankful for her and so grateful I found her podcast. Wow, what a review. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope you guys love episode 272 of the show. I think it's really, really awesome. Make sure you screenshot it, put in your story, tag me and tag some friends if you get value. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Ciao. And again, take notes. Cool. Well, hello, 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 everybody. What's going on? My name is Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee. And I'm excited to be on here today with you. I say that about everything. Like I need a new opening. I'm excited. I'm always excited, but really it's the perfect descriptor of, um, of me. So I am excited to be on here with you tonight. I'm excited to pour into you for the next 20 minutes or so. I'm excited to hopefully get, get you out of your way and past your excuses because something I was told a long time ago and it just really spoke to me. I don't know if it'll speak to you. Maybe this is kind of just a little bit of my personality when I started in, uh, in networking is somebody said, you can have excuses or you can have results, but you can't have both. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so rude. Like that is so rude. And then I kind of realized that anything that maybe sometimes feels like a personal attack against you tends to be like what you need to hear, you know, uh, if, if it's being told to us, it's what we need to hear. And I think that that's really an important place to start because I know a lot of the times, uh, things aren't always ideal. And I know a lot of you probably have very real traumas and I know, beep, beep, back it up for a second. Every single one of you has very real traumas. Some of you, uh, you're moving into the holiday season. I don't know who it is, but some of you have, trauma around the holidays. Some of you horrible things have happened to you in your past around the holidays and it has defined how you look at the holiday season. And I want to say, first of all, I recognize that that is real, but I will also tell you that you can choose to move forward. You can choose to see whatever happened to you in your past as living in the past and not defining who you are or how you're going to move forward in your future. Um, we live in a very abundant world. We live in a very abundant planet. We are in a very abundant profession. I love your product in case you don't know. Uh, my house is really full of it. I have, I've, I've used it for like literally over a decade. So I don't know how long your company's been around for, but I have some OG warmers around here for sure, for sure. So, uh, but I want you to know that because I think sometimes 
We allow things to become self-fulfilling prophecies. You want to hit the chat and tell me how many of you have ever felt before like things in your life can create self-fulfilling prophecies. I'll give you an example. Some of you in your life, you said that you were going to join this business and it was going to become something big. And it did. Some of you said, I'm going to make $300 a month. And you did. Some of you said you were going to make $1,000 a month and you did. Some of you said you were going to earn, you know, be able to have a new car, a new house, a new, take your family on trips, go to Disney, do whatever. And you did. Some of you did the opposite and that's okay. Cause that's what I'm here for. Right? Some of you, it was like, uh, you know, Jesse Lee, uh, you know, I'm going to try one of those things, but I don't think it really works and it's not working right? I'm going to guess like Tina said, she personally texted 90 people. There's not 90 people on here, which means those people are going to say, well, it's just not working for me. Well, I don't know what it is, but nobody wants that. And they're not understanding that. Write this down. They're creating their own luck, right? Like, isn't that something that actually can give you peace in this is that you actually get to create your own luck. Luck is something that you make. How you show up to the world, you decide. How you perform, you pick. How you look at life, you determine. And the cool thing about, especially a company like yours, is that you are a very product-heavy based business. And I will tell you from personal experience with multiple reps, one of the things that you all have a problem with is teaching people how to properly use their product. Do you realize this? Like how many of your customers didn't even realize that their wax doesn't even smell anymore, but you didn't tell them, Hey, switch it this fast, right? You'd literally have more orders, but you don't ever say anything about it. And then it turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're like, Oh, people only need to order once a, what a year, a decade. They don't even realize their house doesn't smell like anything anymore. You know what I mean? Like we get to create our luck. How many people are you speaking to a day? I just wonder. You know, I've been on this recruiting challenge training with Eric Worre for the last seven days. Today's day seven. And something a top recruiter in the world said is he said, yeah, I'm the top recruiter in the world. Yeah, I do tons of presentations. And he just said, but I've also been told over, I've been told no over 4,000 times this year. <laughs> so many times we look at the results people have. And we say, we want what those people have. Are you willing to do what those people do in order to have what those people have? That's really my only question for you. That's really my only question for you. And it's not, and you've all heard this before, but I like it. It's a cute quote (laughs) where it's like, all excuses are created equally, right? Write that one down and remind people of it, I guess. But I also want to say there's, there's a bit of, you know, empathy and compassion that comes towards it. So I understand that we all have things that are going on and our life is not perfect and and things are not always working the way we want them to, but are we going to move forward in it? Are we going to push past those excuses and become the person we were destined to be? Something I also like to say a lot is that I truly believe God doesn't create junk. And I don't know if you're a believer, but you're on my Zoom, so hi! (laughs) Okay, but God does not create junk. And so when you look at yourself in the mirror, how are ways that you can step forward into your own power? What are ways that you can become a little bit better? What are some ways that you can show up as the most powerful version of yourself? And do that every single day. Do that every single day, right? Because 
us serving uh, us playing small so much more often than not does not serve the world you're moving into a holiday season when quite frankly i don't really know many products that are as consumable as yours in the holiday season so can you get out of your own way can you be your own biggest fan some people say you know i don't know enough people well how do you find people guys Come on, Jen. How do you find people? Come on, Tina. How do you find people? Come on, Leslie, Jessica, Shannon. How are you finding people? And I'm not asking that to be like, ah, right? I'm just saying nobody starts famous. You feel me on that? Like nobody starts famous. That's not a thing. We all start scared and nervous. There's not a single person who joined an opportunity in network marketing that started super confident. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. We all start scared and nervous and a disaster. If you think I was good when I started, you are in for a treat when I tell you I was horrible. Not only was I horrible at sales, I was horrible at social media. I was the worst leader ever. Okay, let me explain my Zooms nine years ago. My Zooms nine years ago basically started with me where I would yell at people for not showing up. I'd be like, how could you tell me that you're interested in building a business that you can't even get on a Zoom? Like, oh my gosh, we've come a long way, fam. (laughs) Okay, we've come a long, long way. I didn't know how to build a brand. I didn't know how to do anything. But you have to understand nobody knows how to do things. You have to do them in order to learn how to do them. You don't learn social media by reading books. You learn social media by doing social media. You don't learn how to do an at-home event by reading a book on at-home events. You learn how to do an at-home event by doing an at-home event. You don't learn how to do a Zoom by watching and being coached on a Zoom. You learn by literally going and doing a Zoom. Do you know how many times I haven't been able to figure out how to unmute people on a Zoom? I'm over here like, oh my gosh, Brooke, help! Philippa, help! Mariah, help! I don't know how Zoom works. Technology's not my best friend, Liza. Help a sister out. This is me, still to this day. I learned last week how to play music on your Zoom before an event starts. Like, (laughs) okay? So you think sometimes that everybody has it together. A really good friend of mine, multi, multi, multi millionaire. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He says something that I think is so profound. He said, there's not a single person who knows exactly what they're doing. Everyone that you are inspired by is stumbling through life. Write that down. Everyone you are inspired by is stumbling through life. It is all about messy action. One of the most important things that you can actually do is decide today that you are going to stumble. You are going to trip over your feet. You are going to be a mess, but you are going to be ignorance on fire instead of knowledge on ice. I learned that years and years and years ago because I was just like so many of you and I wanted to be perfect. Now, let me say something to you. Write this down too. People who think they're perfectionists, go ahead, be my friends, say yes in the chat. Like, are you a perfectionist? If you're a perfectionist, put yes. I'm going to tell you, Chastity, Philippa, who else is going to be honest with me? Jen, Jessica, thank you for being honest. Tina, Ashley, all these people. Okay, you are actually spelling procrastinator wrong. And I say it because I love you. There's no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. It's seriously in your head right? Done is better than perfect in your business. Done is better than perfect in your business. It's impossible to be perfect in this. There's no such thing as perfect, right? But you have to be the one who gets out of your head, gets out of your way, becomes the person who steps into their own power. You're all powerful beyond measure. I already said it once. I already said it once. God doesn't create junk, but you have to step into that and understand you were put here to do something big, right? You were put here to do something big. Some of you understand that you are 
You are literally breaking generational curses. Like Robin's got a baby on her lap right now. You have the ability to break a generational curse. I don't know the generational curses in your family. I don't know anything about your family, but I know there's something there. I know your family probably wasn't perfect. I know you probably grew up and life wasn't like, you know, what you thought it was going to be all the time and your childhood wasn't perfect. Anyone not have a perfect childhood? Say me in the chat. Okay. What if you flip the script, like Tony Robbins says, and trade your expectations for appreciation? Your expectations of being perfect, your expectations of everyone loving you, your expectations of knowing how to run a business day one, your expectations of whatever it is in your life and saying, I appreciate the traumas. I appreciate the hard lessons. I appreciate the stuff that was not good. I appreciate the times that it wasn't easy because it's made me who I am today. I think the reason that I'm as successful as I am right now is because I started in this business and I never forget why I started. I didn't start to be the fancy girl in the fancy house with the fancy Christmas trees. Wow, that's just one of them. Okay, the fancy Christmas trees, the fancy whatever. No, 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 no. I literally started in this because I needed $300 a month to pay rent. I was living in a basement. I couldn't afford rent. I didn't even have my own kitchen. I didn't have my own bathroom. And it was this generational curse of nobody in my family really had anything going on. Can anyone relate to that? Like it was like everyone's car is breaking down. Every family reunion, somebody's breaking up. There's some dramatic divorce. Somebody's getting abused. Someone's going through domestic. Like it's like one sob story after another was basically my entire childhood. Okay. And it was like I was watching everyone I knew go down the same path. And I'm like, something has to be different. You have to understand that if you get past all of your excuses, like whatever it is that's holding you back, I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too rich. I'm too poor. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm not funny enough. I'm too funny. I'm not taken seriously enough. I'm, uh, you know, I've got too much going on. I don't have enough time. Every excuse is created equally. We all have 24 hours a day. I don't understand. I said it today. I'm gonna say it again. I haven't said it to you yet, but I'm gonna say it today twice. (laughs) Like, Every single one of you has the same 24 hours in a day. So when somebody has the audacity to tell me they don't have time to work their business, it's the holiday season. You don't understand. I don't have time to get on the Zoom. I don't have time to learn. I don't have time. I want to say, okay, this is going to like hurt some of you for a second, but like I say it out of love. What if instead of saying, I don't have time for that, you said, It's not a priority to bring that extra money to my family. Oh, 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 that, that one hurts a little more, right? It's not a priority for me. It's not a priority for me to get on a training and learn how to recruit, learn how to sell, learn how to get my mind right. It's not a priority for me to make an extra $500 a month. It's not a priority for me to put a better Christmas under my child's Christmas tree. It's not a priority of mine to have a better marriage because we're so stressed about money right now. Whoa. If you say something like that, does that make you show up a little bit differently, you think? Right? Do you think maybe you could find an hour in your day whether you wake up a little bit earlier or you go to bed a little bit later? Right? Do you think you could find the time in your day to touch your business? Do you think you could find one more customer? Do you think you could reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a couple of years and offer an opportunity? Do you think you could have more courageous conversations if your priorities were no longer that what they currently are? And something I was told a long time ago that I really love is that um, priorities are never in conflict. Maybe write that down. Priorities are never in conflict. 
people sometimes say they don't have money to start a business or they don't have money or they don't have time or have whatever. And I would just say, because I see a lot of moms on here. There's a lot of babies on laps. If you're a mom, you want to put, yeah, you want to put mama, mama in the chat. It looks like a lot of you, <laughs> right? My question for you would be if something happened to your child, Tammy or Shannon or Alyssa or Samantha or Katie or Delana or Charlene, if they told you you had to find $1,000 by tomorrow morning to, I don't know, save your kid's life or something, I'm just going to guess your priority would not be in conflict. I'm going to guess you would be on the telephone like your life depended on it. I'm going to guess you are going to call every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You're going to go live on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You're going to make a YouTube channel. You're going to do the most. So why don't you understand what you have in your hands sometimes? I know sometimes it gets cold and the seasons change and I don't know what's up with daylight savings time. Like exactly how much Daylight are we trying to save is my question, okay? Because I don't know why it gets dark at 3 o'clock, all right? What, how much daylight are we trying to save around here, okay? What are we storing it for? I don't know, okay? But I'm going to guess you would show up as a different version of yourself if you knew and understood what you have. Something I've trained for many years is that if you understood the power of residual income, you would run through walls to get it. I will give you a story really fast because when we're making excuses, I want you to put this story in your heart because this business is not about your head. It's about your heart. It's about getting out of your head and into your heart. You will do more if you are in your heart and not in your head. I swear to you. I worked my business very hard because I had a why not for a very long time. I did not want to go back to poverty. I did not want to go back to the way I was raised. I did not want to go back to so many things that were my reality as a child. Okay. That's what I was working for for a long time. And I had a lot of success. I became a six-figure earner my first year in a direct sales company. My first year in a network marketing company, I became a million-dollar annual earner. I don't say it to impress you. I say this to impress a point upon you. In my second year of network marketing was when my Nana went into hospice care. I was on an incentive trip in Nicaragua. I get a phone call that, or a text message that said, if you want to see Nana before she passes away, you need to come home now. I got on the very next plane from Nicaragua, flew back to Maryland where I am from. I live in Texas now. I was by her side for the last 10 days of her life, every single minute of every single day, except for when at the hospice, I had to leave at night to sleep. I didn't have to call a boss and say, can I be with the woman who raised me? I didn't have to call somebody and ask for permission. I didn't have to worry if my bills were paid. I got to stay in a really overpriced hotel two minutes down the road from, from hospice so I could be back there first thing in the morning, every single day, every single day, in a little janky, teeny hotel in Hagerstown, Maryland. I didn't have to worry about my check, and I will tell you that month when I did not touch my business for over two weeks, and then I was allowed to grieve. I had time to grieve because I had residual income coming in. This is not an, I'm not making any income claims. I work harder than anybody I know, and this is in a totally different company anyway. But I still cashed a check on the 15th of the next month for over $200,000. If you understood the power of what you can build in your network marketing business, you would not stop when it gets inconvenient. You would not stop when the weather changes. You would not stop because somebody tells you they don't want the product. You would not stop because somebody says, oh, is it one of those pyramid things? You would not stop when somebody calls it a scam. You would not stop when your best friend doesn't support you. You would not stop when your husband looks at you cross-eyed like, here we go again. You would keep going. That's just one example. It's the most impactful example for me because that's the woman that raised me.
But you need to understand that this is the business. This is the business model. This is why I get on here. This is impact over income. You can't possibly think I'm showing up tonight for income. Nobody paid me to be here. Tina didn't slip me a slip me some cool cash. No, this is about impact over income. And you have to understand there are men and women literally on their knees right now praying to find the opportunity that you have. Praying that they will find the opportunity that you have and you are making excuses more often than not as to why you're not having the conversation, as to why you're not showing up the way that you know you need to, as to why you're going to bed before you ever personally develop that day, as to why you didn't do your daily methods of operation and reach out to enough people, as to why you're uncomfortable going live when there are men and women on their knees praying for this opportunity. And I know it sounds strange, but some of you are like, it's not happening the way I want it to. Action. I challenge you to take more action. It's like praying to God to bake a cake, to give you a cake. I want a chocolate cake. And he gives you cocoa powder and he gives you flour and he gives you, he gives you a mixing bowl and he gives you sugar and he gives you baking powder and baking soda and whatever else goes into a cake. And you are supposed to be the spoon. And you just got to mix it together and you're sitting there staring at a bunch of ingredients, angry at God. Why didn't you give me a chocolate cake? He's like, are you serious? Come on. Come on, Brianna. Come on, girl. Come on now. Really? Your cake is right here. But my question for you tonight is who's actually going to bake it?